From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm Pamela McCall. The U.S. House of Representatives has averted a government shutdown for now. Utah's House delegation had three no votes on the House's continuing resolution and one yes vote. Republicans Burgess Owens, Celeste Malloy and John Curtis all voted no on the budget deal. Republican Blake Moore was the state's lone yes vote. In a statement, U.S. Representative John Curtis said he worries that the federal government is too reliant on short-term solutions for the budget. Representative Curtis said he ultimately opposed the resolution and that he did not think it aligns with Utah's values. Religious clergy in Utah will soon have a path to report known or suspected child abuse. The legislature unanimously passed a bill allowing for that change today. Because of its sacred nature, clergy like Catholic priests and Latter-day Saint bishops have certain protections when it comes to what they hear in a confessional setting. Under this bill, clergy are not mandated to report. Instead, they are now given the option to report to law enforcement in exchange for legal protections. The bill now heads to Governor Spencer Cox for him to sign it into law. A bill to require armed security and increased safety standards in every Utah school passed the legislature late yesterday. As KUER's Martha Harris reports, the massive bill got approval after lawmakers added about $100 million in funding. Among other things, the bill will require panic buttons in classrooms and stronger windows. But critics worried schools would end up footing an expensive bill for all these new requirements. So Republican Senator Ann Milner said they've added $100 million in one-time funding. I think we now have a bill that has the flexibility that we need, is no longer an unfunded mandate, and will allow um, everyone to proceed with the kind of support and help they need to make sure our children are safe. For the armed security part, schools can either have a school resource officer, a security guard, or a school guardian. That's an employee who is armed and trained. Floor sponsor Senator Don Ibsen told reporters if there's a threat. Seconds count, and we got to have people there that are trained, that can protect our kids, Our school buildings need to be safer. The state's largest teachers union opposed the bill because of the school guardian piece. Its president says she appreciates the focus on school safety, but they're worried guardians won't receive enough training. Martha Harris, KUER News. A high-profile execution was halted in Idaho yesterday after numerous attempts to insert an IV line were unsuccessful. Lawyers for inmate Thomas Creech are trying to halt prison officials from making another attempt. Julie Lucetta reports for the Mountain West News Bureau. Creech was set to be killed by lethal injection Wednesday at the Idaho State Correctional Institute south of Boise. A dozen people stood in a dirt lot outside the facility holding protest signs. At 10 a.m., the time of the scheduled execution, they sang hymns and waited to hear an official announcement of death. Instead, a little past 11, news the execution had been halted reached the last protesters still braving the cold winds, including Abraham Bonowitz from the advocacy group Death Penalty Action. Thomas Creech is still alive. At a press conference shortly after, Idaho Department of Corrections Director Josh Tewalt said the medical team tried to insert a needle eight times. Uh, It was a vein quality issue uh, that made them not confident in their ability to administer chemicals through the IV site once established. 
Brenda Rodriguez from KTVB was one of the four media witnesses who also spoke at the press conference. She said Creech looked towards the family witness room several times throughout the process. It appears that he said, I love you. This was after a couple of attempts at uh, the administering the IV. She and the other journalists reported Creech did not appear to be physically suffering, but Rodriguez said he was twitching at each attempt to insert a needle. Back outside, protester Bonowitz said he was outraged by this turn of events. Death row itself is plenty of torture, but this is, is the height of it. And I don't think most Idahoans would think that this is a good reflection on the state. IDOC Director T. Walt said the department would let Creech's death warrant expire while figuring out next steps. Creech has since been returned to his cell. Julie Duqueta, Boise State Public Radio News. Utah is another step closer to hosting the 2034 Olympics. The Salt Lake City, Utah Olympics Committee for the Games has officially filed their preferred host submission with the International Olympic Committee. An IOC future host commission will visit Salt Lake in April for a final evaluation of things like venues, finances, and sustainability. Fraser Bullock is president and CEO of Utah's bid committee. He is optimistic about the state's chances of securing the games and pointed to comments from Utah's leaders. And one of the things, the messages that we hear from them time and time again is how important this is for Utah, how unifying it can be, and their undying support. The 2034 games are expected to be awarded this summer in Paris. You are listening to KUER News.